I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I am also an introvert. And I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a theater maker, and I am also an introvert, and this is The Introvert's Guide to... On the Introvert's Guide 2, we talk about the introvert life and how to live it to the fullest. We'll choose a topic and discuss it, as well as try to find other helpful hints on social media and the internet at large. If you want to drop us a line, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguidetostuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcast and you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a comment and a five-star rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find the show. But even better... Whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide to, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because someone we know told us about them. You know, one of the things that we've, we've talked before about how at times we felt like being an introvert was not a good thing. And people made us feel that being an introvert is not a good thing. But over time, and in the course of many of our discussions, we've we've kind of learned that in a way, there's introverts have some superpowers. And so I thought it would be fun to talk about some introvert superpowers. Absolutely. You know, like you said, we go through all the problematic stuff at the beginning of this podcast in our earlier episodes, but like introverts have some pretty awesome strengths to them that mm-hmm. just other extra like extroverts and some ambiverts don't necessarily have, but that doesn't mean they're not capable, of course. But honestly, yeah, there's there's a lot that I can do that maybe my husband can't. Hmm. <laughs> Um, offhand, can you think of, do you have a favorite introvert superpower? I am very protective of my time. Say more about that. What do you mean by that? I mean that I, I find that as an introvert, because I know I only have so much energy for the things that I really want to do, it makes it more important for me to make sure that my time is allotted specifically to the, the things in my life that need the attention. So being with my husband, spending time with uh, my writing, introvert's guide, uh, any family, friends, it's, it's important for me to make sure that I'm not stretched too thin, mm. that I'm not giving half of my attention. So for me, it's actually time management is a huge strength of mine that I find my introversion actually boosts. Hmm. For me, I think it's just being able to notice, like to pay attention to people. Like I notice people's body language before some other people. I notice uh, tones in people's voices when they're trying to hide it. I, I notice things like that. So I, I've always felt like like that's one of my introvert uh, uh, superpowers. And I think that comes just from people watching and enjoying that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. It doesn't help that, you know, you also are a writer, too. That you, you've got that skill that, that you can actually connect that with your work. 
Oh, it certainly helps. It certainly helps. But in terms of in terms of of just watching people, I, I'm not even sure which came first. I'm not even really sure when it started, um, or maybe it was always there. Mm-hmm. Did you have to, as far as the time management, is that something that you feel like you learned, or was that were you always really good at that? Like, was was young Jess really good at time management mm-hmm. when she was in school? um sort of um I was a bit of a procrastinator um I it happened a lot Uh, I just didn't know really how to focus my time I was organized in the sense that when I would get the work done it was done in a timely manner but if someone sprung something on me at the last minute maybe I didn't know how to say no I didn't know how to be um again, protective of the time and the things I have energy for, I would say yes to everything. And I didn't realize that that actually can take a toll on you and your mental mm. health. Um, and it wasn't until later on in my life that I knew that or that I discovered that mental health was an important factor for all of us, mm. that it's just as just as important as physical health. Well, we've talked about about saying no before and how difficult that can be. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of, I don't know, but I'm still a really good procrastinator though. I don't know. That's like, I, there are so many things that I could distract myself with. So you have one up on me on your, on your organizational skills there. Oh my gosh. And Phil, you're like the powerhouse, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really good at wasting time. Let's just put that out there. Really good at wasting time. Can you think of some other introvert superpowers? Besides being perceptive it's and, and listening, there's something magical about being able to read, read somebody without them speaking. So like mm. the body language, there's something really beautiful about that sense of communication that I find introverts are just so keen on getting, um, they're good at narrowing into that space of, of being able to see somebody just as, as they are without them even needing to say something. I'm not saying that we're, we're all mind readers and, and we all have this innate ability to do so, but there is something to say about an introvert that can see someone, maybe a coworker walking in and noticing that the way that they mm. sit at their desk and maybe they're, they're hunched over and, and they, they don't necessarily have to say anything. And an introvert can tell maybe to back off, don't talk to that person, mm-hmm. give them space. Or sometimes they can even pick up that, no, this person does need to be able to speak to yeah. me right now. I I love that. I've actually really noticed that with a lot of introverts lately, that they they have that empathy in them, mm-hmm. that they have mm-hmm. that ability to, to read somebody like that. Well, a lot of that could come from the fact that there's – you know, Susan Cain describes introverts as being uh, sensitive people and, and like mm-hmm. just in terms of like maybe perception and other things. And that probably comes from that kind of thing, like being sensitive and, and, and see, being able to see, you know, you can you feel how things are affecting you and you're able to see that in other people. Mm-hmm. There's also an ability to. I mean, to deal with the pandemic, that's for sure. That's certainly a superpower right now that who would have thought that it would be necessary, but um, introversion is really helpful at getting through lockdowns and quarantines and all of that stuff. 
Yeah, we're thriving. <laughs> <laughs> Although, let's be fair. Let's be fair. There, there are moments where I don't feel like I'm thriving, but you know, that's fair. No, absolutely. You don't have to be thriving 100%. Mm-hmm. See, I think that like you and I have, it's been a long road for us to get to the point where we're talking about introvert superpowers. You know, mm-hmm. our first episodes were all things, like you said, were all things about problems with being introverts and, and like some really broad stuff too, that were like basically the first things that we all, that we thought of that were like all of our big topics. And some of them we still haven't conquered parties, but <laughs> with the, the idea of, of having superpowers and to be like, to see the thing, the aspects of, of being an introvert as a good thing, that's pretty new for, I think, both of us. Oh, absolutely. You know, I was uh, I was in the car today, and I was thinking to myself about this episode. I was like, it doesn't feel like we're giving advice. It feels like we're really affirming introverts, that these are, in fact, strengths, mm-hmm. and these are things that you can absolutely take pride in in yourself. So it's not so much it's the introvert's guide to something problematic. It's the introvert's guide to... All right, giving yourself a little pat on the back there, guys. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, there's just something to be said about it. Um, we are proud of being introvert. It's another to actually take those pieces of yourself and actually understand that those are very unique skills mm-hmm. that are set just for you. Yeah, I think like we've talked about a lot of times, we've both, and I think a lot of us have spent time trying not to be introverted and trying not to be what we are and fighting against it. And that's never brought us anything good. <laughs> so uh, in terms of, of other things that are, are, are really good about being introverts, like introvert superpowers, aside from time management, uh, surviving the pandemic and, and, and noticing people, uh, uh, can you think of other, other superpowers? Choosing, uh, we've said it before in a previous episode, I think it was being selective of, of your friends and choosing those friend circles. Finding qualities in somebody that you know that you can connect with and knowing that that's what builds you as a person as well as, as I find to be another strength. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met so many extroverts that feel overwhelmed and and they're not quite sure why and when further discussion into it and see there's the in-depth conversation that comes from the introvert Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is you're actually able to pinpoint and see that they just don't have the capacity to take in all the relationships that Mm -hmm. they've formed that they're they're you know this is of course pre-pandemic but there was you know instagram posts of them hanging out with like six groups of friends in like one week and and they just feel so exhausted by the end of it and I think for me as an introvert, and uh, I may be speaking for others here, but being able to lock down who is adding quality time to your life in the best sense possible, I think is another strength. You're, you're not willing to give that time to somebody. But again, there, there, there comes time management again, right? Yeah. But I mean, there's also the whole, you know, you're building on what you were saying is, is the, the depth of the friendships that we have. We may not have mm-hmm. large friend groups, but the, the the people that we call friends, there's a lot of there's some some real closeness, and the conversations 
yes. are a lot deeper than 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 some others. And the ability to have those conversations, I think, is, is also. I agree. That's a, that's another superpower. Mm-hmm. And the maintenance of friendships too, in that way, is even better. Like, uh, it, it's a good strength. I mean, we've both talked. We've we've on the other side. We've talked about about the the difficulty with made with the maintenance of those friendships. I am I am I am without my time without. Uh, a, a schedule I would not be good at um, keeping track and contacting those friends yeah. no matter how much I love them it's true you know not in a, not in a bad way but like I just remember during our hiatus I get a little text from Phil hey checking in how you doing I'm like oh I wonder if his little calendar went off <laughs> I refuse to I refuse to to uh, acknowledge or deny whether or not you're on the calendar but uh, you might be yes <laughs> Um, do you find that is there, when we say superpower, are we talking about strengths or is it, is there something different about a superpower? Um, I've been thinking of it in terms of, in terms of strengths. And I, I think I like to refer to those as, as superpowers because for so long in my life, I, I was fighting against the things that I was naturally good at as an introvert. Mm. So embracing the things that I'm good at to me kind of makes them into superpowers. Yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. How long did it take for you to actually come to terms with the fact that these are strengths that, that would be more toward the introverted side, or was it one of those things where you, you find it hard to compliment yourself and you find it hard to affirm your introversion? Oh, I, I mean, I've always find it hard to compliment myself, but I think there was, you know, you say, how long, how long did it take? It's like, how long have we been doing this podcast for? Cause I don't think I really started to like, I wanted to be good with being an introvert. Um, and I think what I had in mind when we started the introverts guide too, was that maybe through, through this and talking with another introvert, I would become better at the things I'm not better at. And mm-hmm. that somehow I would, I don't know, slough off some of the, 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 the introverted, uh, habits and that's not the case in fact i've i've i think i've i've learned to embrace more the 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 qualities of being an introvert that's true this podcast has done some good stuff for us yes it has. <laughs> that's good excellent yeah i think sometimes introverts find it hard to just to accept the fact that those strengths are a good thing like time management, being able to be a little bit more perceptive. Um, there are some pretty humble introverts out there that find it braggy that they can do these things and they don't want to associate that with um, it being, this is an introverted quality. This is an extroverted quality because they feel braggy about it. Do they feel braggy about it? Or is it one of those things that they fight against because they've been told for so long that they're too quiet and they need to be more mm-hmm. like their intro, their extroverted friend. No, that's true. Because a, a lot of the times when you do get those little um, micro punishments, it just chips away at that self-esteem. And, and then we don't see the beauty of what it really is. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's really why people fight against the, the good qualities of being an introvert, because they're too busy trying to emulate their extroverted friends. Absolutely. And it's, it's a shame sometimes, but I mean, that's why we have to have these conversations. And, that's why introverts guy did take the turn that it did is because you know there there is that recognition that 
we do need to fight against those and we do need to work on it. It is a practice. It's a learned practice to be able to do so and to call your strengths the superpowers mm-hmm. that they are. Being able to be present in a room and, and more attuned to yourself is a big strength. Because a lot mm-hmm. of the times, uh, you know, we don't, we may be emotionally intelligent, but sometimes there's a broad range of people that don't recognize that within themselves. Like break case in point, too many people that you're associating with and it's, it's spreading your energy way too thin. It's, it's just mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely a lot of, a lot of fighting against that, that, that I know I've done. Um, I remember, like I've mentioned feeling like I needed to be going out on the weekend or like if there was a party feeling like I had to go and being miserable going mm-hmm. and why do I feel like I need to make an excuse not to go or something like that and, and or or like being miserable while I'm there yeah and it's it, it's yeah no staying home is is a good thing sometimes right <laughs> well I mean if again especially because it's something that you need to do mm-hmm. right as an introvert you need to be able to 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 recharge your batteries and if if you have a really social workplace then you need to to recharge after that and you know that's not a deficient that's not anything that's bad that's just something in the nature in a way being able to be quiet after work and just sit and do whatever it is that you need to do to recharge is a way of of taking in the day and processing the day mm-hmm. rather than only doing that you know when you're asleep in your dreams it's it's more of a way to to sort of like you know if you had a stressful day at work you don't want to carry that into the night and into the next day you have some quiet time and you can let let go of it mm-hmm. question do you find that self-care for introverts in itself is a superpower or do you think that can that can span i think it spans because i think you have to learn that self-care is a thing and that it's important for you, right? Not every introvert is good at self-care because they haven't... I think if you can accept being an introvert and all of the good things that that gives you, then self-care can follow. But if you're still fighting against being an introvert, then there's no way that you're going to get self-care. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like... I mean, I mean, accepting yourself is the first step to, to, to being able to be really good to yourself. And that's not... I mean, that's not just being an introvert but that is you know one of the things that an introvert needs to do stop fighting against against uh, your your nature and then you'll have you'll be much happier you can deal with your life a little better you can embrace your natural tendencies oh you can unlock more superpowers next level yes yeah yes you can earn experience points and level up <laughs> oh my gosh it got too nerdy in here it got too nerdy I'm what sorry. do we do I'm sorry. no that, that was That's... me i'm sorry i started it i'm sorry you started it. I continued it to its logical end <laughs> and revealed myself as the true nerd that I actually am. Yep. Got to get, got to hand that one to you. That's, that's all you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Believe me. Remember we, you were, you were shocked at the idea of LARPing. I wasn't shocked at the idea of LARPing. It's that I knew, like, I thought it's like, I thought I knew who you were. <laughs> and then when it was discovered that there was this whole other fill that I never even knew of, it was like, <laughs> uh-huh. mind just blown. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We, That's fair. We, no, we need pictures of this. No. Just, no yeah. No. Oh, come, oh, come on. 
now. It's, uh, I'm right. sure there's people out there who have them, but um, don't send those to Jess. Send them to me first so I can accidentally lose them. <laughs> don't send them to the to Jess. My, my contact for Introvert's Guide 2 has just suddenly shut off. <laughs> <laughs> so on social media, we asked, there are some things that introverts are really good at. Some might even call them superpowers. So tell us, true believers and introverts, what's your favorite introvert superpower? Anna said... Being able to enjoy studying alone for hours without needing to talk to others. Studying is literally my recharging time. Anna added a smiley face after that, and yes. I gotta give I gotta give it to you, Anna. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, especially if you ha- if you're in school and you have to be studying, and then it's perfect. Unless you like me are really good at procrastinating. But if you're like Anna and Jess, then you probably don't procrastinate quite as much. All right, Anna, I'm giving you a high five. <laughs> <laughs> Dorky One said, I remember weird, quirky facts about people and then surprise them later with it. Wow. All right. You know what I like about that is is I can I can get on board with this is, for example, I might, you know, in, in dealing with my friends, um, I might listen and hear they've talked about, you know, things that they like when their birthday comes around. I've paid attention to the things that they like. And so I get them a present that I know that they will like because they've mentioned it before. Oh, would you say gift giving is your love language? It's one of my love languages. I'm just going to say right now, I don't believe that there are, that, that, that there are single love languages. I have many love languages and yes, gift giving is one of them. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of the same way in all honesty. I think they're nice little guidelines. I don't think they dictate, being, they don't encompass all of the love languages, but mm-hmm. that's no. neither here nor there. No, but I, I, I mean, just uh, the, it is a digression, but I think it's important because I think some people get hang, hung up on my love language is this one thing. And yeah. there can be, you can be, it can be gift, gift giving. It can be acts of service. It can be touch. It can be making coffee for your, for your partner in the morning. It can be all of those things. You can take the quiz and you can get the results, but that doesn't mean that you have been boxed in yeah. to to those to those languages because yep. it's all nuanced. You don't even need to identify what your love languages are. You can just like express your love in those things. So yeah. It's almost like you can just live in the moment. Huh. 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 Not an introvert uh, uh, superpower in general, I find. <laughs> Fair enough. That's I'm not very true. really good at that one. So, no, I know too many of the times in the moment it's get me out, get me out, get me out. <laughs> accurate, accurate. I'm in, I'm, pic- I'm in this picture and I do not like it. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh! Drew says I love to write, so being an introvert makes it feel easy to sit in my room alone for hours at a time, writing and thinking. I believe the most creative ideas come from solitude and being an introvert makes me a master in that department. Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I can't tell you how easy it is to know that I, I can sit at my writing desk and, and I may, I may go off on little bunny trails, but it's the Mm -hmm. fact that four hours have passed and I have had a solid time to write. And I just don't feel guilty about that. Mm Mm-hmm. There are certain art forms that are that are conducive to being an introvert. If you're a visual artist, 
if you are a, a writer, those in particular are, are particularly good for artists. Um, I find that, um, you know, boredom is a really great way to get some writing done. Um, it can be a good thing to turn off screens, turn off all your notifications and get away from them, get away from those devices and sit for a, a couple of hours, a few hours, um, because distraction is the enemy of creativity. If, and if you can like remove all of that and let yourself be bored, your mind will go to amazing places and allow you to write. The author Neil Gaiman has uh, a little shack by the lake or river where he lives. And he goes down there. He doesn't take his phone. And the deal with he makes with himself is he can do one of two things. He can write or he can look out at the water. And those are the two things he's, he's permitted to do. And in that way, like you look out of the water, it's peaceful. Your mind is wandering. You're not distracted by screens or notifications or anything else. And the creativity just, just comes into your head and, and, uh, and you create some amazing things. Oh, it's true. Yeah. I, I actually block out some social media pages whenever I have to sit down and write. Cause I, mm. like I said, get off on those bunny trails and, being able to negotiate that with yourself and have that recognition that it does need to happen is, is a good strength to have. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, on the, uh, like, I also enjoy, like, I find it helpful to get away from my everyday space. Like if I want to go on a real writing spree, I'll go away for mm -hmm. like a weekend or something and stay in a place. And it does, I mean, sometimes I go into an interesting place and sometimes I go to a boring place, but the important thing is removing myself from my everyday. And, mm -hmm. Uh, uh, because all of the all of the familiarity is gone, that sort of takes me out of myself. But then, of course, again, you still have to remove those screens. Mm. Yeah. Do you find that is uh, working for you in your favor right now? Now that you're in uh, quarantine, isolation. I mean, no, because I still have all of my usual distractions. Um, and also, I'm as we record this. When this comes out, I will be moved into my new place. But as I record this, I'm packing, and my place is chaos. As that as that happens, so until the until the move happens, I feel like that's creativity may not happen as much as I want it to. Uh, but again, that sort of needs to be the case when you're moving. Absolutely, you're here. Actually, listeners, Phil and I are both moving at the same time, and we didn't <laughs> even know it. <laughs> yeah, just the way it worked out over the same weekend. So, yeah, fun times. Rose says. Surviving lockdowns during global pandemics. <laughs> yes. We are winning. <laughs> yes, Rose. We are. That's right. We reign supreme. <laughs> Listen, I'm, it, it's still, you know, yes, it's difficult for, for us too, but you know what? If you have an extroverted friend, reach out and ask them how they're doing. We're doing okay, but your extrovert may not be. Oh, yeah. It becomes very clear who is the extrovert and the introvert in your friend circle. Mm -hmm. Or the ambivert, too, because the ambivert may be having a hard time, too. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Kieran says, understanding that comes from years of paying attention. Oh, that's nice. There's wisdom there. Like yes. You must yeah. be a good person to talk to. Shall we go to the internet? So... The internet was a beautiful place of actually a lot of affirmations. I found that it was more focused on um, more leadership. So what's the superpower of an introvert? They make mm -hmm. fantastic leaders. And 
that's great. But I wanted to get a little bit of a different sense of what else there is when it comes to being an, uh, an introvert. So I found this uh, article on Tiny Buddha. And the article was written by Heidi J. Dalzell. Uh, and she is a clinical psychologist. Uh, and, and just I found that the article that she had written was quite insightful to to some points that I didn't even recognize as being, um, don't mean to say exclusive to introverts, but it's something I never would have put together mm. as with an introvert. So one was calm. Uh, at least in the other's eyes, introverts usually appear calm and unruffled. Internally, they may be freaking out or not, but the calm presence helps mm. in many situations. I never really would have anticipated to put calm and introvert uh, as hand in hand, but I recognize now that a lot of introverts that I've known, and including you, Phil, like I, are very a good calm presence to have around. And I'm thinking back, I'm like, I don't really think I've known any introverts that make me, you know, on, make, mm. keep me on my toes in that way. There's something about them that mm. is calming and secure. So I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. That's a good one. Uh, another one is observation skills and eye for the detail. Now we've, we've touched on it, but I like the, the eye for detail. And Heidi says, if you spend time with me and I'll remember your preferred beverage and whether you like your food spicy or mild, I'm, I'm likely to have that guac that you enjoyed the next time we meet. And the fact that observation eye for detail is such a building block mm. for a beautiful relationship that I just think that's something I took for granted. Mm -hmm. It's the, you hear the fact of, yes, I'm good at listening. Yes, I'll remember the little facts about your life. But when you hear a friend say back all of those things that mm -hmm. they like about yeah. you or the, those little quirks, it makes for such a, mm -hmm. a deeper connection in that relationship. And that, that's something mm -hmm. I appreciated as well. The, and, and one last one here, the ability to think before talking. This one is closely related that there's this pause that many introverts take time to formulate an answer rather than just responding. Uh, and this makes the interactions feel more honest, but kind. And it's the feedback I'm proud to have gotten myself. Heidi goes on to say, if you are not as likely to pause, it's worth trying. Hmm. And I didn't realize that introverts are very, we are very thoughtful in how we speak. We, we don't, we're not being mm. cruel when we're honest. It's actually honest feedback and it comes from a genuine place. I do appreciate that about being an introvert. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I might say not necessarily just the ability to, to think before speaking. Um, in some ways, I might almost say the necessity of, of, of thinking before speaking. <laughs> I have in the past blurted things out. Like if I get not too comfortable, but I'm in a situation where I, I get, this happened a lot when I was a teenager. Like I would get like overexcited about something. And I would blurt something out and then everybody would be like, the fuck? And you'd be like, I said that out <laughs> loud. Oh my God. Um, but generally um, I, I am one who needs to think before speaking, especially in a high stress situation. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm definitely a think before speaking when anyone asks my opinion. Mm. Well, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I, I like to formulate my words. <laughs> absolutely. When some, if somebody is like, and I mean, Jess, you and I in the theater, we've had definitely had people who are like, hey, what did you think of that show? And you're like, you always have a way, right? Yeah. That was a show. Yeah. That's like, you take that breath, right? You're like, okay. And of course that breath, I mean, that'll happen with me whether I thought the show was trash or whether I really enjoyed it. If the show was trash, I'm like, don't say it was trash and then speak. But if it's, if the show is really good, often, like, I, what can I say that's not just, it was really good? Like, yeah, it's hard. It's easier to disparage something than it is to compliment it. And so it's like, what can I say that's really good about this? And you can't, you can't jump to uh, the tech, the tech aspect of you had great lights. No, God, wow, no. If you're talking cute. about, if you're talking about the lights, you're telling them this was a bad show. Anyway, I mean, we can yeah. get into the things that the things that that actors say should not say, but we don't need to go into that particular thing. It's just a matter of like yeah. that breath <laughs> before you give feedback, which is 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 a necessity. Did we learn anything? I think in terms of learning something. I mean, again, this is a this is a show more about affirmations, and I I feel like accepting the fact that that as introverts we do have these superpowers, these things that that we're really good at, leaning into them, embracing them. That's super important. Again, if mm -hmm. you're still on the fence about about whether or not you like being an introvert, think about the things that introverts are good at. If you're still struggling with that, and I know a lot of people do. Um, think about the things that, that, that you are good at as an introvert and, and embrace those and, and, and celebrate those as your, your strengths, your superpowers. Absolutely. Celebrate the fact that this is something that is unique to you. You mm -hmm. stand out for this. And this is, this is something that this is the person that you were called to be mm -hmm. and, and to feel yourself having this, thing in you that tells you that, you know, you are too quiet. No, you're, you're observational. You're, yeah. you're not too quiet. You're, you're perceptive. It's yes. flipping the script. And I think that's something that I have to remind myself is I recognize microaggressions and those little senses of punishment. But if you flip the script, it's actually a really beautiful thing that that's happening within yourself. And I mm -hmm. think recognizing your strengths as powers is so affirming and it's, I, I think I'm finding myself more proud of who I am as a person mm. and the person I'm, I'm proud of the person I have become because of recognizing that. And, and I do hope that for, for you listeners out there that you are building yourself up to be the person that you were destined to be. And I, as cliche as that sounds, it's, it's actually a beautiful thing to recognize. Uh -huh.